Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Washington Football Final. Here's your host, Scott Jackson. Second and seven at the road, 48. Allen in the gun. Gibson to his right. Play action, steps back. Now throwing deep down the left sideline. That's Terry McLaurin. Wide open, pitch, catch, touchdown! Touchdown, Washington! You are not going to double-guess that one. That was one of three touchdowns for Washington. And today, welcome, welcome in to Washington Football Final. Here with you till about 8 o'clock. Scott Jackson and uh, Brian Mitchell will be with us coming up in the next hour. Talk a little bit of his thoughts on today's game as Washington heads into the bye week. Snapping a five-game losing skid, beating the Cowboys, uh, proving to 2-5. Two, two wins, obviously, in division. The lone loss in the division came a couple weeks ago to the Giants, who they'll get coming right out of the bye week. Uh, meanwhile, Dallas continues to free fall uh, this season. You know, Dak Prescott lost of the year. Even before Dak was out, they had their problems, but obviously that just, you know, made them even worse when they lost him in the game against the Giants, and they've lost their last two games uh, in non-competitive fashion to the Cardinals, 38-10, to and now Washington today, 25-3 to at FedEx Field. All right, got a lot to get to between now and quitting time. Your phone calls, obviously, are always welcome in 301-230-0980. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty here on the team nine eighty at ninety five point nine FM. Uh, we'll go over some of the things from today. And look, this division is going to be open for a while now. By winning today, Washington keeps themselves in that in that mix. Obviously, um, I felt like there's some mixed emotions out there on the Twitter sphere uh, about winning and losing is in, always interesting. But it's week seven, I, so I'd say look, it's way too early to start playing. The, oh, man, we're going to blow the Trevor Lawrence thing, um, if that's what you're in this for. Because I think you're already out of that, to be honest with you. I think with week one's win, you already kind of set yourself back, okay? So let's start there, okay? Let's start with that part of the conversation. Secondly, I I think the team's a little bit too good for that. Like, even during some of these struggles, they've been competitive for the most part outside of the Rams game uh, in that Cardinals game, right? They've been in the other games and had chances to win. So, and I think they're going to have some more winnable games coming up. So I think they're out of that real running. I think the jets appear to be very serious about it, however. Um, but they'll probably win a game or two at some point. This is what happens in the NFL. Last year, everybody's so convinced the Dolphins had set up a roster to lose. And they didn't. They actually set up a roster to be competitive. And yeah, they had their eye on the prize of getting better and getting a young quarterback. And they ended up getting Tua, even though they weren't one of the top three worst teams in the league. So, Yes, if you really are sold on Trevor Lawrence being with this team, that's probably not going to happen. So there is that. Um, but you have teams like the Giants, the, the Lions, the Bengals, the Cowboys again over the next four weeks. So, I mean, this is actually, you know, not really set up for that. Uh, yeah, the 49ers probably uh, would be a big favorite in that game on the road. The Steelers as well. Uh, those are a couple back-to-backs coming in December. Gets tough after an easy uh, road before that. Then, you know, you got the Seahawks. That's a real tough one. I mean, they they look to be the best team in the NFC for the most part. And then you have the Panthers, which, you know, they've been very competitive. And then you wrap up with the Eagles, who who knows where they'll be at that point. A lot of it depends on the health of that football team. So, again, you can sit here and cry about every win and bitch about it all you want. But let's be honest, you're probably the same person who was going to call or tweet and bitch about every loss and saying that Rivera and his new staff need to leave before the end of the first season. So please stop it. Um so get over it. And, and here's the other thing. As I explained to one gentleman today, you, you have no control over this stuff. So why even waste your time in the mental gymnastics of, oh, my God, we won a game I wanted us to lose to keep the dream alive of getting a first overall pick? I mean, just stop it. Stop wasting your time. It's just not worth it. 
And again, I don't think there were ever real competitors for that coming off the Eagles win in week one. I mean, it just kind of ruined it right there. So those are my two cents on that. Um, as far as the game goes today, look, I thought they could beat Dallas and they should beat Dallas. You know, all week this team was being told how they were going to get well against Dallas. I mean, I was on every Zoom call they had this week outside of Friday's live, but in, I heard it over and over, and I could see the, the discomfort on Ron Rivera's face. I saw the discomfort on Jack Del Rio's face on the defensive side of this, and people were like, hey, you know, their offense really sucks, Jack. What do you think your defense is going to do to them? Do you think it could be a nine-sack game? I mean, you had eight against Philly because you get nine this week. Well, they only had six today. I mean, so I get to see the discomfort because it's still professional sports. And, and by the way, if you're a historian of this franchise or of this rivalry, and I put that in air quotes because I know it doesn't feel like it is what it used to be when we were young, for those of us that are old, um, I'm not including myself, but anyway. If there were times when the team that should never win won, right? The scab team, for example, of Washington should not have gone in there and beat Tony Dorsett and most of the real Cowboys, but they did. Um, and I know that's way, it's like folklore to a lot of people. They don't want to hear that crap, but there is that. I mean, there's been some really bad Cowboy teams that have come and beat Washington over the years. So I don't take anything for granted when I see that star on the field, okay, against Washington. Whether you want to call them the Redskins or Washington football, whatever it was, I don't, I don't take anything for granted. The one, you know, the Cowboy team that was headed to winless, you know, was Steve Walsh that beat this team at RFK Stadium for God's sakes. When the legendary, our you know, our favorite coach of all time, Coach Gibbs, was the coach. I mean, it wasn't like you know Jay Gruden blew that for you, some doofus like Jim Zorn. No, that was that happened to Joe Gibbs. So I mean, things have happened in this rivalry. So. And I know, I know it's not what it used to be. I, I totally get it. I've been here paying attention. But so that's why I don't take anything for granted. But I do think they would win today. I actually picked them only for the third time all year, I think. And I'm glad I don't feel like a moron for doing it. All right, we'll get to calls. We'll also, um, like I said, talk to B. Mitch in a little bit. And, you know, as, as you settle in here to the, to the, uh, to the news that, that um, you know, Landon Collins is done for the year. Does this team need to go out and get a veteran? And you say, you know what? No. Let's play Cam Curl and see how it goes. You got you got Fuller, who's, you know, a guy who can play a little safety as well. Um, you could also bring, and what I'll probably do immediately, I would think, is bring Jeremy Reeves up to the active roster for the practice squad. You know, play some young people, see what happens. You don't necessarily have to go out and get a veteran like an Eric Reed or, you know, if you believe you need to make some type of trade. I don't know if they would actually go that far. I mean, the trade deadline, you know, is coming up in a week. This is the last time they've played a game prior to the trade deadline. I don't know who could be on the way out or on the way in here. I'm not sure this team is going to do anything like that, but you never know. Uh, 301-230-0980. We'll get to your phone calls, and uh, let's get to uh, Lap. Thanks for late. Lap, how you doing? Hey, hey, what's up, Scott? Hey, uh, London Fletcher, man. Just, I'm a big fan of yours, man. And I London is gone. I hate to tell you this. I hate to tell. I hate to break your heart, oh, Lap. You had gone. it all saved. No, we're on a new show gone. now. This is yeah. The, the the network show is over. I'm sorry. We do this. So let me explain this again. On fr- on the one o'clock kickoffs, we do the two hours of the network, which usually ends up being two twenty. Uh, and then we come in and do a local show till eight o'clock here on. The team that eighty to ninety five point nine. So anyway, that that yeah, London yeah. leaves after that point. Yeah, sorry, but he's been up since like four a.m. Yeah, it's okay. He's, oh, okay, it's okay. I got you. I got you. It's all good, man. But just a, just a fan of you guys. Uh, keep doing. Thank the you. Good work that you do, man. As always. Appreciate it. Um, Appreciate it. It was a good win, man. It was a good win. Uh, Kyle Kyle Allen to me, you can see the the good plus that he uh, knows the offense. Um, he looks shaky sometimes because he'll score a touchdown sure. and I don't think he's going to score a touchdown and then he'll, <laughs> right. you know, bonehead play. Uh, right. so kind of like Kirk Cousins-ish, <laughs> if you would. The defense, man, uh, Chase Young is amazing, man. I, yeah, I was just really looking good. at just some of the things he did. I was just really impressed. Um, and we have a chance. We have a chance to win the division, man. I know everybody wants to tank and try to get Trevor Lawrence or whatever. And like you yeah, said, that's not going to happen. But yeah. uh, hey, man, let's let's try to do it, man, um, and, and just see what happens. But it's just basic things: run the football, which we did. Don't turn mm-hmm. the ball over, you know, and run some good plays, and we'll have a chance to compete with anybody. You know, we're not world beaters or anything like that. Um, but shoot, we, we're, I'm good with that. If we could just do that, and Dallas fans, boy, they quiet right now. I, I, my brother is a Dallas fan. I haven't got one call yet. 
and they're just in this <laughs> where they're, yeah. they're in his delusions. Like they're so much better than us. I mean, it's seasons well, where they yeah. they can be the thirteen and three, or they yep. you know just as sorry as us, but they got so much more talent. But they're home with us every year, so it's just funny. But they're in a delusional world, man. So we will get win. Uh, see what we could do. Um, Thank go from there, man. All right, All right guys. Thanks for the call, buddy. Get in earlier next time. We'll get you to talk to London. Yeah, you know, it's a great point. Like, I'm not under any illusion this team's a Super Bowl team, right? And I don't think anybody in our fan base or on our media was calling this a Super Bowl team to start of the season. However, year in and year out, the Cowboy team does get that kind of hype. I mean, there's no question. And look, I, I thought they were going to be good. I thought they, they were the Eagles would win the division. It still may happen. Not them, but the Eagles. Um... But, you know, they're really strapped against a the cap. Their defense is historically bad, as we've talked about. And, you know, Don, our man Cowboy Don, boy, he was a, whew, he was very chesty last week on this show on the Washington Football Final. I hope he calls in this week. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he's got us on speed dial ready to call in and, and take his lumps because that's the kind of guy he is. Um, but, oh, what a debacle. I mean, it just shows you. I mean, this league is, it, it can change in a hurry. I mean, your, your fortunes can change in a hurry. I mean, I'm watching the Patriots. I've never seen a Patriot team look this terrible. I mean, this look terrible. They, they don't. I mean, it's not even that they're getting beat <clears throat> by the 49ers. It's like their defense is so bad. Like the the breakdowns they're having, you know, are, are not Patriot like. So things can happen. Things can happen real quick. Um, in Dallas, you know, coming out of the gate, everybody thought they were going to be great, and they had you know Dak put up a lot of great numbers. You know, they have Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, you got Cooper. They just signed a big contract to. They still had. The most part of a really good offensive line, but then you take some injuries into the equation, plus you get off to the crappy start, uh, you know, giving up all these points early in the season, you know, falling down early. I mean, if it wasn't for Atlanta, this season could be really, really horrible for them. But Atlanta, of course, who loves to give games away late as they did again today, um, you know, gave Dallas that week two game. But, I mean, they're a team that really, you know, thought even coming off of that Rams loss, you know, talking about play good with Seattle, but then got – I think the real – to me, the game that was was like, okay, this isn't just – they're not going to write the ship was the Browns game. I mean, the Browns put 49 points up on them in Dallas. And I know, yeah, it doesn't matter. You're on the road home. doesn't mean anything anymore. But they're one of the few people that are actually letting their fans into the games. I mean, how embarrassing is that? So you're actually like one of these people you think you're lucky. Hey, I get to go to a Cowboy game. I got tickets. Woohoo! Everybody else is pissed off because they can't go. And you got these tickets and you're a big Cowboy fan. And you keep going and all they do is lose at home. <laughs> I mean, think about that. I mean, you're one of these guys that went to the game, like the dude with the Ducat, uh, last week. You know, you get to the game, the Cardinals game. You're like, yeah, awesome. Cowboy Cardinal Monday Night Football. They lose 38 to 10. Uh, you're at the Browns game, you know? <clears throat> Cowboys-Browns game. And they're actually charging people to go to that stuff. It's great. All right, Dre, what's happening, man? Uh, you're next up here on uh, Washington Football Final. How you doing? Hey, Scott, thanks for taking my call again, man. I'm sorry about the debacle earlier, man. Um, yeah, your phone just started really breaking up. We just couldn't hear you. It's okay. Yeah, um, but I got a couple points that I want to hit on really quick, um, and I'm going to yep. take your response off the air. Um, got first, when Paulie called earlier on the show, he made a comment about uh, Landon being gone and how we really you know, wanted him gone anyway. Um, obviously you never wish injury on anybody, never wish injury on anybody. That's not how you want to see it, but karma curl, you didn't miss him. I'm just going to say that you didn't miss him. So well, like, I mean, let's remember he was playing Andy Dalton and some guy named Danucci who went to James Madison. Okay. I mean, so let's, let's be real. I mean, he wasn't even playing the best. He wasn't even playing the best James Madison quarterback in the last decade. It wasn't Vad Lee out there for God's sakes. I mean, it was Danucci. Okay. So I mean, I'm not going to argue with that point. You're, you're yeah, exactly right. right. I'm just saying, without Landon, you didn't say, "Oh man, the safety play is bad, and we're getting handled." Well, again, it's it's one game. Let's let's watch it over a period of time and see. Okay, and I hope Cam curls all that in a bag of snacks, as the young kids like to say, because I like him. I think he brings a little something. He's a really strong tackler. We just haven't seen him in coverage a ton yet. Um, you know, so we'll get to see it now. It looks like. I mean, you know, I, 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 I I'm, I'm, look, I'm open for anything here. I, I just feel bad for the guy because it's not only, it's not only this year, right? When you have Achilles right. injury, I mean, you're talking. This is late October. I mean, that's a year in some cases, right? And then, do you ever really get it back? I don't know. I mean, because he, he's a guy that you know really runs down some people, plays in the box. I don't know. I mean, that's a tough injury, and they invested a lot of money. They, they've invested a lot of money in him. You know. What I was going to say was, 
I, you don't want them gone. Like, even if you could still use them with Curl out there, you know what I mean? Like, you don't want them gone for the Keeleys and that stuff. I'm going to just hit these points and get off the air. I like Kyle operating, which equals Hassan's got to learn from that or he's out of here. We didn't get abused by the tight ends. The linebacker showed up. Uh, and that don't have nothing to do with who we playing because anybody's going to attack us with tight ends, and we shut that down. Um, Scott adjusted his play calling earlier in the run game when they started to kind of catch on to what we were doing with the motion. He switched it up and went to another thing. So I was really looking for that adjustment, and he hit on that, and we had a Kerrigan showing. Thanks for taking yeah. my call. Appreciate it. I'll you be back it. on next week. All right, thank you, Dre. All right, let's. Um, I'll tell you what, we got to take a timeout. We got uh, calls lined up if you're in there. Uh, I, whoa, we have Cowboy Don. Whoa, uh oh. All right, we'll have to do that on the other side. We need to get the break, Anthony. We'll get Cowboy Don. Have him ready to go. Tell him to get ready to do some big time ass kissing on the other side. Uh, Washington football final after a, a 25 3 win over the Cowboys. You're listening to Team 980 and 95.9 FM. All right, welcome back. Team 980, 95.9 FM, Washington football final. After 25-3 win over the hapless Cowboys, Washington just the second win of the year, ended a five-game skid. They will get the Giants after the bye week here in a couple weeks. And uh, last week, if you were listening to the show after the disappointment of the Giants game and the frustration, you know, many of you were mad at Coach Rivera for going for two. People were just pissed off in general. Um... Cowboy Don called in to pour salt in the wound and just, you know, just dance all over the Washington grave, if you will. And this was the night before Dallas, of course, went out and threw up all over themselves on Monday Night Football in their home field in front of actual fans (laughs) in their stadium. (laughs) Anyway, Cowboy Don, I didn't think he would do it, but he is on the line, hopefully uh, not too medicated uh, with us here on Washington Football Final. How you doing, Cowboy Don? Hey, Al. How you doing, man? Hey, Al, look at you. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hey, hey listen, I, I, I just want to say one thing first. Yeah. You are an inspiration to me. Okay. The way you work, I, I, I work out the same way, man. You, you're you such an inspiration. I really appreciate Do you honestly, that. honestly, uh, this is not Al Gall. Do you know Al's not here? Al works uh, in the morning and he works with Doc. This is, this is Scott. Uh, I'm, we go way back, I thought. Uh, we go way back, I thought, Don, but now I'm really hurt. Now you're basically saying. I'm go ahead. What's that? Okay, okay. All okay, right. let me, let me say right, this. Go. All right, right go ahead. I'm, I'm proud of y'all. Y'all beat a depleted team, a team right. that had nothing on, yep. on, on uh, the offensive line. Yep. Nothing. Third string players. And you are so high on your. Off your defensive line, who who obliterated these mm-hmm. these, these these say obliterated again. I like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you did. That's what you did. Obliterated. That's what you should have done. Okay. done. But yes, look, we did. I, we did see that. Again, my, my neighbors, man. My neighbors are, are, are Redskins fans. Yeah. And I've never seen them so jovial. And I, I they, bet I, all the trash you've been talking for over the years. I'm sure they were right. Yeah, I was so happy, and I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm just so happy for y'all guys yeah. because you right. feel so good about yourself because you mm-hmm. beat a handicapped team, and then mm-hmm. it's, it's just it's amazing hey. to me yeah. that you just find so much joy and pleasure out of beating a team that right. had every player in 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 in, in, mm-hmm. in essential positions deleted. And and you, and you feel good about it. See, I, you called me after week seventeen last year when you guys beat Kellen. You, when you guys beat the crap out of this team with Case Keenum. I mean, I think you were excited last year. Let me let me finish. Oh man, yeah, I'm never excited. Oh please, y'all, I'm never excited. Uh huh. That's why you waste your time calling into a Washington football post game show. Do you? I, I I can tell you how many times I've thought about picking up the phone and calling a Dallas station in my life. Zero. Same as the IQ of most no, of your fan base. Listen, that, I live, hey, I live in that area. Hey, hey, listen. Yeah. So you don't have to be heard. Nobody cares, Don. Nobody wants to hear you. I listen to you all the time. I know you do. I know you do, and it's embarrassing. You're a stalker. You're a stalker. Yeah. 
I listen right. to you all the time. All right. Y'all, all right. y'all my people, man. But, all right, Don. But, but for it's a bit real, st- of a stalker kind of thing. All right. Hey, Don, you're right. You were down and out, but if they had lost this game, I mean, this whole area would have been on fire. You know what I'm saying? It would have been awful. So we needed it. I know it was you, and you feel like your team was down and out, and they were. But we've seen it a million times. The shoe's been on the other foot, and it, it hasn't happened. So I'm I'm glad it did, and I'm sorry it hurt you, but you did talk trash. Like, I wouldn't even have thought about you. To be honest, I've forgotten about the Cowboy Don hate towards this thing until you called last week. So you you put yourself back on the radar, and I appreciate you calling in, but i got to run. Thanks for the call. Called in last week talking so much trash. And then made up this imaginary stuff about people were talking about a Super Bowl here. Nobody's talking about a Super Bowl here. You got yourself confused with Dallas. So he must listen to a Dallas station once or twice a year. But I just don't understand the fascination. I've never called a Cowboys station or wanted to in my life. Anyway, let's get to Big Tony. I haven't heard from Big Tony in a long time. What's happening, Tony? What's going on, baby boy? How you doing? No, I watched your show the other night. I finally found a joint that since, since you said I bootleg cable, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I found a joint. But yeah, your face is made for radio, Sean. I'm gonna tell you that Thank right you. now. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, but look here, man. I, I don't even know because I got y'all on rewind right now. I'm about to go in the house and start watching it. Right but from the little clips, the little clips that I saw. Y'all did what you had to do, man, Charlotte. Exactly. I mean, you, That's you all you can do. Thing. I mean, God dang. I mean, Dallas can't stop Anthony or Jonesy or who? who what the hell? No. Okay. She almost cussed on this. Anyway, I take my win by hook or by crook. Yeah. You, you, you saw my win, right? Yeah. It was a good game. Yeah. That I, was a, I, take I it, wish I, I could have watched take the whole thing. I'll watch it a replay this week. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna be on replay with his damn Ben throwing three interceptions. But anyway, no, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did what y'all had to do. I'm about to That's take right. the joint out. And, and what, what, what was the Bostic hit? I mean, just I mean, I'll, I'll, oh, it was cheap, you know. man. Yeah, I like Bostic, but no, that was no. cheap, man. It was cheap, man. It was real cheap. So he, what, he got thrown what, out. So, so he was he slid back and Bostic just blasted him. No, no, no. He was sliding. He was clearly in a slide, and he hit him with a helmet to the helmet. Oh, so he knocked, he, it, knocked so his helmet he was off. Running. Yes. And Bostic blasted him? Yeah, when he was sliding, when he was giving himself up. He was already giving up, and he hit him anyway. So, yeah, he's going to get – And they kicked him out the game? Yeah, they kicked him out of the game. He could get a large fine. I don't I don't know if they'll suspend him or not, but because it's I don't think he's had a history, but he's going to get a very big fine. It was it was cheap. There's no question. It was a cheap shot. All right, we just lost Tony, I think. All right. All right, Tony, sounds like uh, you've had a good day. All right, uh, if you're on the line, hang in there. We're going to take a break. We'll come back uh, on the other side, 301-230-0980. Get to more calls. Be Mitch in the next hour, Washington football final after the 25-3 win over the Cowboys. We're with you until about 8 o'clock here on Washington football final on the Team 980 and 95.9 FM. This is Washington football final. Here's your host, Scott Jackson. 335 to go here. We'll pick up that thought on Kerrigan in a moment as Cedric Wilson comes in motion. Third and three at the 42. Danucci drops back, runs out of time. There's Kerrigan on cue with right a sack time. back at the Dallas 31. He does the HBK. Right? right Did I get that time. right, D'Angelo? Yep, yep. HBK, heartbreak <laughs> kid. But that was my point. You see Ryan Kerrigan in the ball game late right now. Gets the sack, but that's what Ryan Kerrigan does, right? Doesn't matter when when he when his number's called on, he's just Mr. Consistent. He goes out there and he gets sacks. I think he's the what the franchise's all-time leader, right? Oh yes, right? he is. He got that like, against. Come on, man, put put some respect on that man's name. Ryan Kerrigan with the sack today and one of six sacks. That was the sixth sack of the game. Matter of fact, as uh, Washington beats the Dallas Cowboys twenty-five-three, a beat-up Cowboys team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. We get it. Um, I mean, Ben DiNucci finished the game, for goodness sakes. Um, as Andy Dalton got knocked out. And, and you know, I like John Bostic, but I didn't like that play at all. I mean, I understand why he was thrown out. He should have been thrown out. Um, and I was cheap. I mean, you guys slide and you can't do that. I mean, everybody knows that. I mean, there's, you know, talk about the old days would have been fine, but it's not. I mean, it's, and he hasn't played in those days. He's not a 70-year-old player. I mean, he's, you know, he's been in the league long enough. He knows better. Um Anyway, I'll, like I said, I, th- I would imagine it'll be a very hefty fine. I don't, I don't think it'll be suspended, but you never know. All right, uh, 301-230-0980. Um, 
We will get back to the uh, phones. Uh, also coming up uh, this hour, we'll talk to uh, Brian Mitchell about the game. Of course, uh, B. Mitch be on noon to three tomorrow and was on NBC Sports Washington pre and post game throughout the day. All right, let's get to Sid in Bristol. Sid, thanks for waiting. Do we have Sid? Sid, go on once. I'm here. I'm here. Hello? Okay, good. Okay, I'm yeah. Here. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, That's man. Right. Qu- quick few comments. So, I mean, a win is a win is a win. I mean, I just wanted to see our yeah. team put together some drives. And, you know, we, we were not no world beaters. We didn't have offensive lines back in the day of the Hogs. So I, know, I had very low expectations. So I just wanted to see some continuity, some, some profession, you know, some, some continuity and some uh, competition. But anyway, uh, so I, I'm glad they went. I mean, I'm sorry about Landon Collins. And I just want to say about Polly, man. I mean, I, I don't know if I didn't hear all of his comments in the last uh, show, but it's like he never mentioned, I don't think, uh, Allen, Kyle Allen. I mean, he didn't say a word. And then also it was kind of classless to kind of say about Landon Collins. I mean, I, I've met Landon Collins, a real nice guy. You don't want anybody to end their career or any, you know, end the no, year on that. No, sorry. nobody. No. I don't care who. I know we, we were not happy when, when Dax uh, Prescott got hurt. We were all praying for him, you know, so when he got right. hurt. You know, so the other thing is, uh, I mean, I'm just wondering now. <laughs> it's, a, it's a twist. Haskins is here. And Dallas needs a quarterback. Just a thought. <laughs> but, yeah. Nah, I don't think so. No, I mean, listen, they're going to have Dak Prescott next year. I don't think Dallas oh, is making some drastic trade into anybody. But I mean, Cowboy fans talking about tanking for Trevor now is kind of funny. But, no. uh, look, they, they got their quarterback still. He's He was having a great season, too. I mean, it was an awful injury. And I, I don't like seeing people get hurt again. It, and it's not even just this year. It's like that's the kind of injury. I, I don't know. I mean, are you ready for the start of next season? And what does it do to you? I mean, it's we've seen a lot of tough injuries today. D.D. West. Brook just got carted off the field in Jacksonville's game. I know that uh, Jeff Wilson was having himself a career day for the 49ers. He looked like he tore his ankle up pretty bad uh, oh, on a touchdown, touchdown yep. run. I mean, it's awful. I mean, I I don't like to see it. I mean, it's been such a weird year for all these guys. They didn't have a real offseason to ramp up, right? Uh, together, some of them you know, have done a real good job. And I, and I think the level of play has actually been pretty good despite having no real offseason and no preseason. And, uh, you know, I just I like to see that uh, – I, I just don't like to see the major injuries. It's, it's, it's unfortunate. And, yeah, and, uh, it's, especially, and, and again, I don't, I've been very critical of Collins. I'm not going to try to say I haven't been or I haven't thought he doesn't play well. But, you know, again, they played Andy Dalton and Danucci today. Okay, let's see how he does and if, you know, as the quarterbacks actually come back, uh, you know, and, and as things go on here, let's see how the secondary holds up. And I hope Cam Curl kicks ass because I like him. But, you know, again, you, you don't know until you see it. That's all. All right. Yeah, man. It's a great, great show. Thank you. All right, Sid. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, and speaking of Paulie, he's on the line. It's like we're just lining up the people today, all these characters. What's happening, Paulie, in the 757? Hey, hey man. Hey, I love this show, man. We got we got Big Tony on his third 40. We got God. Yeah. Did you hear that, too? You heard that, too. You picked up on that? Oh. Hey, hey we got Cowboy Don faking dementia. <laughs> well, I don't think he needs to fake it, man. Like, like, I don't think he needs to fake it. Let's be real. And, and let me and let me answer Sid real quick, man. Yeah, look, yeah, yeah. Started, you pissed some people off today. Hey, hey, I started my comments off by saying what we don't wish will ill or will uh, ill health on our team or the opponent's team. But, and then you did it. <laughs> no, no, then I you did, did it. I did it. I said, but I was thinking when he got when he when he when he had to go sit down, I was mm-hmm. saying, I was saying like me and everybody else, thank you. There's a reason to sit him down because uh, the previous games we played against a varsity team, so we played against JVT today. When we played varsity teams who actually had a game plan. This guy was always a step behind. This guy was always taking the wrong angles. This guy was missing a lot of tackles. And this is what his six six year in the league, something like that. Uh, if he's gonna make them type of mistakes, I'd rather make them type of mistakes with a guy that's just just getting in the league, like a Cameron Curl. I could put up with Cameron Curl. Make I, hey, even like Troy Aki. Uh, and I, my leash was kind of short on Troy Aggie also because he played a couple years, you know. But for a rookie, mm-hmm. if, I'd rather have a rookie up in there making the mistakes, not Landon Collins. And the only reason why they really didn't take – I give them credit because they said, okay, well, let's try to move him closer to the line, like more like mm-hmm. a linebacker than like a safety. But still, you shouldn't have to be making adjustments for the highest played player on your team because he's playing piss poor. That's what he was doing. That's all I'm saying, man. I mean, look. Landon Collins was a throwback to our former spending. And Dan Snyder, he gave him – it was a waste of a, of a game-worn uh, autograph signed Sean Taylor jersey. Let's be real. And right now, this goes down as a bad free agent signing, man. 
And like you said, you coming into next year, he was already slow this year. So what they go, what's going to happen next year? He's going to eat. It's going to be another Alex Smith situation. He's going to be hurt. He's going to be eating up money on the cap, and you're going to have to replace him and hope that we have players, you know, could uh, develop a player to replace him. So I don't see where I said was, said anything that was, you know, that far off or that bad. Let me let me just say this: London Fletcher, who's got a heart of gold, if you could have seen his face. <laughs> Was not happy, all right? I'm just saying, all right? You made Fletcher look pissed off. You got Fletcher mad, all right? And he was very nice about it to you. Hey, he's a defensive guy, and like you said, I'm up at four in the morning watching film. He's been out of the East for almost ten years now. He's still watching film. He's ready to play. Of course he's hey, he's gonna, of course he's gonna defend his guys, man. And I ain't mad for him. He, of course he's gonna defend his defense. As, as far as Kyle Allen go. Come on, man. Like I said, he's playing against JV today. Mm-hmm. Now, I always say he's a, he's a serviceable guy, but he mm-hmm. is what he is. He, he not gonna, His ceiling is what it is right now. He's not a franchise quarterback. You know no, what I'm no. Now, they don't have a franchise quarterback either, to be fair. Do they have a franchise quarterback? I'm not, I'm not saying they do. But, okay, but let's, they got not, guy, let's not they got a guy mix who, it up. They got a guy. They got a guy that they take the time to develop him could possibly be. But Rondo yeah, wasn't doing that. And that's his, and yeah. like you said, like you said in his in his Bobby Brown voice, it's his prerogative. That's right, baby. It's his prerogative, <laughs> like Bobby Brown. Hey, hey, yeah, so I, listen, but end of the day, listen, end of the day, um, like we've discussed this a billion times, um, I, I, I think it could still potentially play back to him. You don't know, but he's he's got to be ready I, if it I does. I'll tell you what. Hey, he's on. He's on. He's only in the second year of his rookie deal, so they got his rights for two more years. You know what? And, and you think about it. Even in the last regime, they was always talking about him sitting this year, anyways. Mm-hmm. Remember they say even 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 old mm-hmm. Bill even old Bill Callahan said that before he got him in the, was forced to put him in the mix. Like you know yep. what? He might have to sit next year too. So you never yeah. know, man. Hey, you know we we're, we're we're gaining confidence. You know, we won a good game today that we that we should have won, and that's that's a good sign. To win games that you should win, that's a good sign. Because so God knows they've lost a bunch of them that they should have won over the exactly. years. Or we and, thought, and, and no, I'm with you. And, and that's the and that's the point you were trying to make the Cowboy Don. Don't call mm-hmm. up here trying to downplay something that y'all done for us for years. And when y'all yeah. done it, y'all said the exact same thing. Well, exactly. we should have won. We won, and y'all suck. Well, now the shoe's on the other foot, man. Yeah. Take this loss like a grown man. Hey, hail to the Warhogs. <laughs> Warhogs later. Somebody's calling him, man. His burner phone was blowing up. Burner phone was blowing up. All right, let's get to uh, Steve in Houston, and then we'll get to a timeout and get B. Mitch in here. Steve, what's up? Scott Jackson. What's up, How man? You? How you feeling, man? How you doing? Good. Hey, How you doing? Man, hey, always love when I hear you. Scott, real quick. Man, how yeah. can I get to you or hear to you during the week? Is that possible? Can I do what now? How can I hear you throughout the week, man? I miss you, you know, on a daily basis, man. Um, you buy a radio station and hire me. Um, I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> that is the number one answer right there, right? I hear that, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, Scott, I truly like, I, and I mean this with all integrity, man. You are the best dude, and I wish I could hear you day to day and I'm sure there's many fans who could as well. Uh, thank you. That's cool, man. I appreciate it. It's yeah, I got, a, it's I got a, a I got a, tough time in our business as they like to say and uh you know, hey, I'm just glad I could have a little piece of the week. You know what I'm saying? Got you. Got you. All right. Well I'll try to soak it up what I can for these few moments. I appreciate that, buddy. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely, brother. Um I will say this enjoyed the Cole Holcomb uh hit on um on oh uh Zeke Elliott. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you know, Cole Holcomb came with that energy and that pop. Um, definitely love that. And, you know, let me find out Logan Thomas might might be something that we can work with. So, yeah. you know, when you look at us, you know, we got a project at tight end. We have a project at running back. And we have yes. a project at quarterback. You know, those yep. are three of the key offensive positions. And, um, you know, hey, what we did, we were supposed to do. I like your, <laughs> I like your little rant. I can't think of a better word right now, so I'll just go rant without the negative connotation. You're a rant yeah, about first-round draft pick. So yeah, I'm the please. one. I, I've been loser guy mentality here, even though it's yeah, really yeah. against my nature. But I've been like, hey, let's go one and whatever forever. But, of yeah. course, I hate to do that because it's such agony to watch that. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, okay, if we win today, I'm keeping the scoreboards. Okay, Falcons, come on and win. 
Oh, right. of course the Falcons blew it in the end. The Falcons um, always blow it, yeah. All Falcons always blow it, and it was another thing. Was, oh, the Jets. The Jets the in Jets. the field. Yeah, Jets and were being competitive for a while. Yep. They were competitive, but, you know, good win by the team. And like I said, um, I'll tell you what, um, Antonio Gibson is showing some promise, but I'll tell you what, next year, if there's a high-caliber dr- uh, running back, I'm snagging him up, man, because we can't wait too long. You know what I mean? He, I wish he did good. And, and and I see, you know, what's interesting, he wasn't featured today. You know, he didn't get in the first five or six running snaps, I think. And then when he finally came in, he did show some pop. But nonetheless, it's always yep. good to beat the Cowboys. And uh, we'll take it from there, man. All right. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate it, Steve. Thanks for kind words. Yeah, you know, um, it was weird because they started the game with Barber. And, you know, Barber's interesting because he has a terrible yards per carry average, right? But also I feel like he's always the guy that gets the, the short yardage here. Like he needs to get you one, he'll get you one. If he needs to get you two, he'll get you exactly two. So I don't want to beat up on the guy too much, but he hasn't really had a ton of carries like, you know, first, second down stuff. And it almost felt like today they're trying to make a point with it, right? In the early going and he got those early carries. You know, he had his, better, his best day in terms of yards per carry. in his 3.4 yards position, great. Um, he had an 11-yard run. <clears throat> I, the guy that I like that doesn't touch it enough, in my opinion, is McKissick. I mean, McKissick, every time you give him the ball, it's a positive play, right? I mean, he, he makes positive plays. Uh, they threw to him on a couple third downs today, and he got exactly where he needed to get each one. And then obviously his, four, or his five runs, 35 yards. I mean, I thought, really, to be honest with you, at the end of the game, when the game was on ice – I'd like to see him get some more carries, just let him rip off one, you know, just to do the rub-in score, but they didn't do it. But he he is the true running back on the roster right now. And, you know, Gibson did some better things today. But, again, we have to, of course, grade everything on, oh, it was the Cowboys and their historically horrendous defense. All right. Uh, thanks for the call, though, Steve, from Houston. Appreciate it. All right. Let's uh, get to Brian Mitchell. He joins us right now. The uh, special team stud back in the day and um, now just, just regular stud. What's happening, B. Mitch? I'm good, man. What's up, Jack? How you doing, man? Let's, uh, you know, listen, we, we were talking about... Yet? No, we're not going to the Super Bowl, but, you know, <laughs> we got some of these people that are kind of conflicted. Can you be happy when they win? You know, how do you act? Because you wanted to lose all your games, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, look, people like, Cowboy, people, people like Cowboy Don remind me why I want them to win this game. <laughs> if they start losing all the time, they're not going to like that either. It's just it's no. always something. Yeah. But ultimately... No. If you go out there, when you play against a team as, as horrible as the Cowboys are right now, they're they're high school bad, to be honest with you. I think my high school might beat them right now. You know, you're supposed to embarrass them like the, like the Washington football team did today. You know, you can't be pissed off at somebody when they go out there and they take advantage of somebody. That, and I mean, the offensive line was horrible. The defensive line had a field day. They don't stop the run, and we ran the ball very effectively. I heard you talking about, you know, McKissick and those guys, and I think Antonio is going to be – it, he, he's going to be an excellent player as he began to learn more and more about this game. You know, but today he, he showed up and played. He, he gave you a, a sign of what he can be once he truly learns how to play that position. Yeah, I mean, look, he's got a ton of talent. It was, and I like that. Look, his size is good. He can take a. You know, we finally saw him get that twenty carry mark today, and obviously Scott Turner, I'm sure, was happy to you know, be able to run some play action when the other team actually has to respect it finally today. And they they were able to do that and hit some big plays over the top. So you had everything available to you. It was probably the best game for Logan Thomas. He made, you know, not only the touchdown, but that physical third down catch when he, when he kind of high pointed the ball. So there's a lot of good things, but yeah, I mean, Dallas is not good. And, and, but I was saying earlier, B Mitch, and I was came on, I mean, we've seen in this rivalry and I get it. It isn't what it was when you played or when doc played and, and that, but we have seen some weird results, right? Teams that are supposed to come in and just pound the crap out of the other team that doesn't do it, and it's happened. And it feels like Washington's been on the short end of a lot of those. So it was yeah. good to see them do what they were supposed to do to a team that is down and out right now. And that's it. I think, you know, they kind of played uh, that, that football where they supported each other. The offense was playing well. Defense was playing well. I, and I, and if, I, if I had to pick a negative, we got to start yes. missing field goals. I mean, I don't give a damn what people right. they can sit here. We yeah, we won twenty five to three. We don't get into a game where we need a field goal. And if mm-hmm. you look at the misses this year, he's pushing everything. Why? I don't know. You know, is he planting his foot too close and he's pushing it? Uh, it it's something because it's been that way. Last the last time he missed a field goal, then the next one he was on the left hash and he damn near missed it all on the right, uh, upright again. He has to figure out a way to stop doing that. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that because um, 
You know, the, I was thinking about this today after the kickoff return, and, and when they, you know they reshoot, and they said, "Well, it was a low kick, and it wasn't driven out of the end zone." One of the big things people always point to with Hopkins when you get on him is like, "Well, his kickoffs are great." Well, <laughs> today the one bad kickoff, luckily, it doesn't hurt him. It gave Cowboys their only three points of the game, but you know that's been kind of defensive. Him like, okay, well, you know, he helps you with you know with the coverage team because he can blow it out of the end zone or pop it high. But man, if he's going to miss kick it and miss field goals, then they're going to have to have a conversation about bringing some people in yeah i know you saw you saw the guy he returned the second one another one out the end zone and got up to yeah. 25 so i yep. think uh they they are they must have been noticing something if you look at everybody around the league immediately they stick their arms up to the side and they just let the ball go into the end zone but today they had a game plan to bring it out of the end zone so they must have noticed that his hang time wasn't that great and i don't know if he's uh having an issue with his leg when he's trying to drive it more you know, mm-hmm. is he getting fatigued or whatever? But it's something is going on because he has not been that erratic. You know, yeah, he'll miss right. a, a, a long one or something like that, but he's been very erratic on things that he would normally make. All right, well, the big news out of the game, another negative, obviously, is Landon Collins it looks like going to be done for the year with a torn Achilles. Mm. Um so do you, you look at this now, do they go veteran? Um, you know, Eric Reed's on the streets. He played for Ron Rivera in Carolina. He's still only 28 years old. I mean, I think people act like he's 35 for some reason. Uh, I mean, what do you think happens there? Or do you just say, you know what, Cam Curl, this is your thing. We got uh, Jeremy Reeves in the practice squad. We'll elevate him and we'll just we'll go young. Cameron Curl has been playing terrific, though. You know, and I think that's a good yeah. thing about him. If you look at the you look at the game of day, and you just go around and see a lot of the big plays with a lot of young guys. If they can get a guy like a Cameron Curl Reeves to come in and play at a high level, you go with it. But if the message is we're trying to win now, since this division is so horrible, you might want to go in and get a, a veteran player like that who understands, you know, what Ron is trying to do and has played under Ron. You get what I'm saying? So if they can yeah. go and get a guy like that, you move forward. But if not, you feel that you can do enough with the young guys. As long as they're playing at a high level, I go with the young guys. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, they obviously have some time here with, um, you know, with a week off. As we were talking in the post game show earlier, with, with and uh, London Fletcher brought it up to me. He's like, "Well, here's the good news: if you do go out and get somebody outside of the organization, you have that extra time, you know, because of all the COVID protocols, yeah. you know, and you have the time to get them in here and and get them the playbook and all that kind of stuff. And, and as you mentioned, if it's a guy like who actually knows Ron's system and what Ron's all about, that makes it a little bit easier too. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. But you know, I mean, look, somebody's going to have to win this division. I know." No, it seems really unsettling to a lot of people, but that's just the reality of it. They're not going to change the rules between now and then. Uh, I mean, this team, they've obviously got to win games at some point outside of the division, but you got the Giants still, you got the Eagles one more time, and you got this, this struggling Dallas team one more time. Uh, you know, it, and I've been laughing about it for about five weeks because they kept losing games, but now that they've won a game and they're right on the doorstep, I think we have to have this conversation. I mean, it's not that crazy, but they also have to find a way to beat teams that are not in the NFC yeah. East, right? And that's true because I was just saw, talking to someone like that and they would tell me, man, if they keep winning in the division, I say, I've never seen a team go undefeated in a division and still don't make the playoff. Right, right. And exactly what you're saying. If they were to win six games in the division and don't win the other games, can you see something like that happening? You know well, the best they can do is five in the division because they blew the Giants game two yeah, weeks yeah, ago. Five, but, yeah, five, but yeah, five. so you went five and one in your division. Is that the only five games you're going to win is the, is the thing I'd be scared about, right? But, look, they've got after the Giants, right, and we can play the schedule game, and I know it seems crazy. you got Detroit, uh, Cincinnati, and then Dallas again. And then it gets Detroit, tough because you've got Pitt. Yeah. So then Giants, it gets tough. Detroit, Cincinnati, Dallas. Yeah, and then you got Pittsburgh, <laughs> San Francisco, and Seattle. Yeah, Seattle, the Yikes. Panthers who played the Saints tough as hell today. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and then you, you end then up Philly. with Dallas again. So it, Philly I was again, saying yeah. four weeks. Yeah, and yeah. Philly again. The next yeah. four weeks, they have to make sure that they win at least two, probably three of those games. Yeah, if you can come out of that stretch. Here. Yeah, if you come out of that stretch. You know, the next four weeks with five wins, heck, if you get, you know, if you can get it to six wins and be six and five, then okay, then you're really serious. But yeah, even if you're at, like you say, like five and six at that point, um, you know, you, you, you could say, okay, they still got a shot here, find a way to win, you know, a few, you know, three more games down the road, down the stretch, or whatever it may end up being. But if you can win all four, even with that tough stretch of at Pittsburgh, at, at San Francisco, Seattle back here. Um, you yeah. know, you're you're at least breathing at that point, but yeah, it's still a long way to go. In this weaker part of the schedule, you got to handle your business. And 
You know, I would say this today. I know we've been hard on uh, Scott Turner. A lot of people have. Today was his best game of calling. He kept Dallas off balance. And I know we still look at Dallas, but Dallas is not very good. Like I was saying right there, they're high school bad, to be honest with you. Right. But, you know, they were off balance. When they ran the ball, they were effective. And I can see the offensive line getting a comfort level firing off. I've always said that you tell an offensive line we're going to run the ball 20-something times, 30 times. They would rather do that than drop back 20, 30 times because they have to be passing and get somebody attacking them. They like to attack. So we need to get into that mindset. Yeah, it was good to see them run the ball, have a chance to set up some play action because I, I really thought the last couple of weeks I was watching the play action. I'm like, well, this isn't working. You know, part of it is Kyle Allen isn't a really good play faker. And he actually looked better at that today. But, hell, it might have just been the fact that they were actually running the ball, so I actually believed it was a run while I was watching it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, so I mean, that is a big part of it. But as you look at this um... – Hello? A.B., hey, he just dropped, so I'm just going um... – I'm going to take us to break, and then if if you want to stay on while I get them connected, we can. Or just hit me back. All right, that's a bet. All right. This is Washington Football Final. Here's your host, Scott Jackson. Here's Dalton. Takes the snap. Now looking right to Zeke, who like, falls out of his hands, and it's picked off by Cole Holcomb. Once again, Ezekiel Elliott misplays a ball. It's a turnover for Washington. And the one thing that could happen, happens for Washington. That's what you got to love. That's why you go out and you fight every single down. Cole Holcomb there in the perfect position as Ezekiel Elliott comes out the backfield and tries to run what we call a Texas route where he looks like he's going to the flat and then he just beelines right back kind of in the skinny post area. And Cole Holcomb just in great position over top of Ezekiel Elliott, and the ball just bounces right out of his hands and right into Cole Holcomb's hands. Turnover. No points for the Cowboys. You got to love that. All right, welcome back. Washington football final here on the Team 980 95.9 FM, 25-3 the final. Cole Holcomb, second game back as a starter, had a sack today, had that interception, and he blew Ezekiel Elliott up on a blitz to get that sack that uh, highlight you'll be seeing for a while in these parts. Um, big day for Cole Holcomb. Look, he gives him a different dimension of linebacker, gives him young legs. He's got a nose for the football. Uh, he looks very comfortable in there, and the linebacker position's better with him there, that's for sure. All right, uh, we'll get back to the phones at 301-2300. Hopefully no more uh, technical snafus. Apologize for that. We had a little... Board outage, but we're back and alive. Um, so me and Brian were talking about something. I don't remember what it was, but uh, I think it was um, – I think we are about at the end of the conversation anyway. Um, I was asking about something, and then all of a sudden I had nothing. So I'm glad, though, because the alternative was that I had completely lost my hearing, and then I was really freaked out about that. So I'm glad it was just a, a small technical problem at the radio station. All right, let's get to Jackie. Jackie, what's happening? Hey, Scotty. So listen, you know, it's funny how Cowboys fans call in with excuses because if it was the other way around, they wouldn't have cared that we didn't have any players. And I feel like this. Everybody on that team is a professional NFL player. So it's the next man up. Everybody's getting paid to do a job. So whether they had full people there, all the starters or not, point is everybody gets paid to play and get paid to do a job. So – I'm going to take the win. I don't care what Cowboy Doodle Don has to say. <laughs> no excuses. Take the L. Be over it. And guess what? I'll tell you this. The special teams got to have some work done. It is not just yes. Justin Hawkins. It's the special teams got to come together because I've seen some things with them, too, that's kind of, um, you know, it has you questioning what's going on. So special teams got to do some stuff. I love the way our defense stepped up. I'm so proud about this win because I feel like this is what we needed to start getting on the right track. And I enjoy your show. Y'all have a good one. Thank you. All right, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I I don't remember any Cowboy fans calling in and going, yeah, we did. We were supposed to. You guys were two and – or three and twelve last year when you you know when they murdered you may know, murdered this team on the 29th. I don't remember coming on the air going, well, they were supposed to do. Who cares? They lost by thirty-one. No, I mean it is what it is. Okay, yeah, you're right. Team you should be team that you know again up to like three weeks ago prior to the Dak Prescott injury was talking Super Bowl even though their defense 
couldn't stop anything, okay? Couldn't stop anything. I feel bad for Mike Nolan in a sense, but I also don't. But, you know, I mean, it didn't seem like a really good hire. They actually had a pretty good coordinator the last few years with Marinelli. I mean, I don't really understand. I guess, all the look, I get it. You want to hire your people um, when you become a head coach, as um, Mike McCarthy did. I heard a pretty good takedown by Zabe today on Mike McCarthy on with um, Galdi on the uh, tailgate show. And he brought up a lot of good points about McCarthy and kind of the fraud he's been for a while. I mean, Mark Nolan has not been a coordinator in the NFL prior to this season for six years. I mean, he'd been in the league. I know he was out of the league for a short period of time because he was at a golf tournament in um, 2016 um, during the season. And then he was with the Saints for like three years, with, um, but not as a coordinator. He was the, he was the linebacker's coach prior to this season. And it ain't all him. I mean, they got some injuries, and they got some guys that just flat out sucking, too. But um, anyway, who cares? I'm glad. You know, again, when you, when you think you don't care about this rivalry or about the games and about the results, and people like Cowboy Don call you the week before and, and, and hit the hornet's nest, and then it, and it pisses you off. So I'm very happy that they were able to beat, the, beat them today. I got no problem with it. And by the way, as I said in the first segment, you were not in the Trevor Lawrence world because of the week one win. And and because you're in the NFC East, you're going to have more winnable games. I mean, you can just come to accept they're going to win more games, okay? And they want to win, by the way. So, you know, you may not like that philosophy of, like, trying to compete and play, but that's that's what's going on here. Hey, Telly, thanks for waiting. You're, you're next up here on uh, Washington Football Final. What's going on, Scott? Zach, what's happening, man? You are, buddy. How are you doing? Hey, man, hey, look, ain't no hell to no war halls, red halls. Ain't no hell to no Arkansas, red wolves. Hell to the Redskins all day, every day. This is the closest that we got to Redskins football, man. When you ground and pound, you get results. Every time they devi- deviated from, from, from getting a quarterback on the center and went to the shotgun, it, 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 it was drastic, man. Although they did make plays in the shotgun, I ain't saying they, they made the shotgun all completely. Right. I'm not saying that. I'm right, just right. saying get back to ground and pound like we've been doing. That causes results. You can you can win off the play action pass and do all of that, man. That's all I'm saying. As far as the quarterback go, man, he made some plays. I give him that, but he's not the quarterback. Haskins need to be in there first and foremost, and Collins. He made a he made a hell of a play to cause that safety, and, and, and when you put when you put your players in the right position, man, that's what you get, man. Man, hell to the Redskins all day, man. Let's go. All right, buddy. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I mean you're not going to see Haskins unless again Kyle Allen just loses like three or four games in a row or gets hurt, and even then you're going to have to have another step to go to go to uh, to. Uh, Alex Smith, I mean, this is this not going to happen. I mean, he, you may think he needs to get here. You're just going to have to take your feelings out of it. I've been trying to tell some people. I think there's a lot of feelings in this, this Haskins stuff. A lot of feelings. Um, this is the fan base, but there's some in the media, too. I don't, I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, with all due respect, I mean, it wasn't like he was Robert Griffin III in 2012 out of the gates. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I kind of understand why I want to stick with it, but I also don't. I don't know if I've seen enough to be like, oh, yeah, man, he's definitely the guy. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I'm more the side of like, you know, it's going to have to play back. He, I wouldn't mind seeing him get back on the field again this year, but he's going to have to show some drastic, drastic growth quickly the next time he gets in the field. Because, again, there was, you know, it was okay at times, but – it wasn't nothing. It wasn't nothing that knocked you over your and said, "Oh yeah, this is definitely the guy." And you know, this offensive line is not going to be perfect this year, by the way. And he can't get you know, say what you want about Kyle Allen, but he can get out of his own way when he needs to. He can definitely make some plays with his legs, and you know, he'll turn it over, no doubt. I mean, he did a couple throws today. I was like, "Oh boy," you know, he got lucky. But you know, he's listen. He's coming off two pretty solid performances. He's not. He's not going to be sitting down anytime soon. Barring injury. Injuries. All right, let's get to Cyrus next. Cyrus, what's happening? 
good evening, Mr. Jackson. How are you, sir? Good. How are you doing today? Uh, doing all right. Doing all right. So there was uh, there's three scenarios that this season could have turned out to be. The the most hopeful scenario, I guess, at this point is like we win a final matchup against the Eagles to make the playoffs at like what you know eight and eight, seven and nine, six and seven, whatever it ends up being. There's another scenario where we miss the playoffs going for the playoffs, and, and that just ends up being the most disappointing. And then there was, you know, having a really, really bad record. And, and by the way, do you really not think getting Trevor Lawrence was in play after watching them for the first four or five weeks? No, but, but here's my point. You had teams, other teams that were worse, right? Like the Jets are clearly way worse than this team, right? They're they're, And even today, they almost stole a win, right? They almost stole a win today. You've got... You got that going on. You got what's going on at Jacksonville. Um, you know, the Giants, even though they beat you, uh, looks a lot worse. Atlanta, I mean, even when they're winning, they can't win, right? I mean, they're like literally on the doorstep of winning how many games this year? Oh. I mean, it, it, it's outrageous how many games they've blown, like, in the last seconds. Like, they really yeah. don't want to win them. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. But my point being is this team, I, I believe the players, number one, want to win for Ron Rivera. And I think, obviously, Ron Rivera yeah. wants to win. And I just understand the saying where the focus of it was, yeah, I mean, they lost five in a row. I mean, Marty Schottenheimer started off 0-5 here, and it didn't look – it never looked as bad as it did at 0-5 with Schottenheimer. They cut their starting freaking quarterback two weeks into the season or whatever the heck it was with Jeff George. <laughs> he brought in – Tony Banks had been here like a few weeks. Kent Graham played at one point, and he hadn't even been here the whole season. So I, I, I just seen this before. It just – and the division is so crappy – they're going to win some games, right? So, yeah, I mean, I kind of felt like once they won in week yeah. one, and I had a conversation with somebody about this, that, you know what, they're not going to be in this Lawrence thing. I hate to tell you, they're just going to be good enough, all maybe not good enough to make the playoffs. Yeah. All the teams you mentioned could pass on them because they like who nah, they have. Like, you know, they don't. Donald the Jets are not passing them. That, that, I mean, either way, being yeah. in position to maybe trade up yeah. for him, if they're interested yeah. in that, it, it's all Possibly. Jacksonville. Jacksonville needs a quarterback. I mean, big time. Um, you know, the Gardner Minshew thing. It's over. It's a nice mustache. Whatever. I mean, the Giants aren't married to Daniel Jones. Quite frankly, I mean, you don't think the Giants could throw Daniel Jones out if they if they finished? And last, you think the Falcons could spin a Matt Ryan trade? Um, you know, I mean, they, there's a lot of things that could happen. And then, you know, then there's the other part of it is, yeah, may, maybe you're right. Maybe one of those teams doesn't want him, and you're Washington, and you got to slide up five picks. That's costly, man. That's really costly, you know, and in a year where you might have three first round picks, maybe. Yeah, if it's worth the price of it, maybe. But but either way, the the scenario I didn't want is going for the division and missing, which will just be a miserable time because then you'll end up somewhere in like the middle of the first round. Yeah, Yeah. and and you know it'll be disappointing in in December. Either way, it it feels good to get this win. Obviously, I'm so sick of Cowboys fans and their excuses. By the way, I just have to ask, why do they draw such a big fan base? They're just as dysfunctional as us in many different ways. They just draft better than us. That's really the only difference. Why do they draw so many numbers? And it almost feels like it's 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 kind of unfair that they get like ten primetime games a year, <laughs> four o'clock. But it's so right. annoying. Like what right. do they right. deserve? <laughs> now you would think though by listening to them that they're exactly right where they want, like 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 they're right in it every year, right? Like they've been the Super Bowl in the last yeah. I don't know decade, decade and a half, and they haven't. But yeah, you would think you would think. And, you know, what's more annoying to me is, like, all the people from those teams that did, didn't did win anything that are analysts now, too. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. Like, people are, like, trying to kill themselves to get, you know, Jason Witten. And, you know, luckily he went back to football and saved us all that. And then Tony Romo, my God, he's on every Corona commercial. He's on, you know, the game of the week every week. And it's like, yeah, man, you know. Yeah, go ahead and tell me about playing big and late game, you know, and, and the high pressure games, Tony. Please, please, because we all saw you play. But anyway. I digress. All right. Hey, Cyrus, thanks for the call. Have a good one, buddy. Um, I'll tell you what. Let's get to Sherry next. Sherry, you're next up here on the Washington Football Final. How you doing? Good evening. How are you? Good. How you doing? I'm doing well. Despite a flawless game, I am still calling for the firing of somebody tonight. And I'll tell you who that person would be. It would be whoever the sound effects person is. Just like the Eagles game with this game, whenever the opponent makes a big play, mm-hmm. if you listen to the effects, they're cheering like crazy. What is with that? 
I I think that is I don't know. Are you talking about what the, you mean in the stadiums, like the noise and stuff? The noise, like the pipe. This, yeah, the piped in noise. This, right, the background noise. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and Usually, they did have a few fans in the stadium, right. but with the Eagles game, there, I don't recall there were any fans in the. No, stadium. there were no fans when at all. No, there were no. Did a big yeah. play. Right. The sound effects that you know is right. the cheering of the crowd, and I'm what oh. is with that. I gotta check that out, Sherry. I'm. I've got to be honest with you. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that today, but I will go back and listen. That's weird. If that's what's going on now, the next game is a home game as well, and they will not have. I mean, they will have. Excuse me, some fans in there. They'll be like not many, but like three thousand. Uh-huh. Yeah, they have like three thousand. But yeah, I don't know. I've kind of become used to the faked canned noise now at all these games, and I feel like there's no home field, road, you know what I mean? I don't feel like anybody's got any advantage one way or the other anymore. Absolutely. So it's just like a kind of numb to it. I don't know, but that's interesting. I'll check that out to see if they were making noise check at the wrong out times. Time. Absolutely. All right. All right. Thank you, Sherry. Appreciate it. Have a good day. That's interesting. I did not see that. Now, Eagles fans were at the game, right? They've had fans back for a little bit. I, these like low-level crowds, though, like you're talking about 65, 70,000-seat stadiums. You have like 3,000, 5,000 or whatever it is, you know, 9,000 I think is what they tapped out of Miami or 12 or whatever. I, I just don't know if it matters. I mean, the World Series actually makes, like, there's some noise. I mean, there actually is some noise. Like, Dodger, there are Dodger fans there. There's no doubt about that. Um, and there wasn't a series before in that LCS as well. All right, I'll tell you what, let's get to. Um, Let's get to let's get to Alex, and then we'll take a timeout. Alex, you're next up here on Washington Football Final. How you doing? Hey Scott, how are you? Hey, good. How you doing, Alex? All right. So a couple of things. One, it never gets old meeting Dallas. I know neither one of us is going to win anything or meet right. anything in the grand scheme of things. But I, I do have a serious question. Did yeah. they remove? Did they remove Andy Dalton's head from his helmet? after Bostick literally decapitated him. Did they remove his... Did they remove his head from the helmet? Because, I mean, my kids were watching... That was just a terrible thing that Bostick did to him. No, no. No, that was a cheap shot. He got no. He got kicked out of the game, obviously, but um, and I'm sure he's going to get a very large fine. I don't know if he'll get suspended yeah. or not. Somebody's some people have suggested suspension. I don't, I don't know about that. Um, he's not, yeah. you know, Vontez Perfect or somebody like that. But that was it. Was look and it was. I think there, I can't remember who the defensive player was that kind of looked at him like, "What the hell? We were about to get off the field." I mean, there was no reason to do it, right? I mean, there was fourth, yeah. and he was giving himself up. He's way short of the of the chains. You're coming off the field. Luckily, they still got off the oh, field, no. but. You know, there was no point in doing it. I mean, there's really no point in doing well, it. I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. I'll tell you that. Right, but, right, right, right. I mean, you know, yeah. nothing against Dalton. I have nothing against that. But right, right. anyway, um, you know, I, I think the team, obviously, like, you know, I'm probably beating a dead drum. Mm-hmm. The reason Hopkins wasn't fired three weeks ago, maybe you know more than me, he's terrible. But, you know, our defense, if another team has weaknesses in their offensive line, we're going to have a good day. I mean, that, that, that's just the way it's going to be. Uh, yeah. it, it was fun. You know, hey, we won a game, you know. But uh, we'll see. I, I'm happy with the result. Had a good day with the family. You know, we, we don't get too many of those, and I'll enjoy tomorrow. But uh, Thanks. Anyway, there you go. That's all you can ask for. All right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and, you know, and the other thing is – by the way, if you're a, I hate that about websites. Apologize for that. Um, you know, in this day and age, I mean, there's, you know, I don't know how you guys feel over the last, you know, since March, six months, nine, seven months. I've lost track of time to be honest with you. I mean, I take the wins when I can take them. I take the wins when I can take them. <laughs> in anything in life, at this point, right? And I really, I got to be honest, with you, I was kind of like getting numb. You know, I was kind of like just. Whatever going into last week, and then you know, you gotta thank, you gotta give credit where credit's due. Cowboy Don called in and just he smacked the hornet's nest. He brought the hate out in me for that team again, and I thank him for that. Then I really, you know, I got a kick out of seeing them get their ass kicked by the Cardinals on Monday night and get embarrassed on national TV. And and you're right, they'll be on national TV like 25 more times this year, even though they don't have that many games left. And I'll enjoy every single one of those losses. Does that make me petty, whatever, childish? Sure, I, I'll take all that. I'll, 
I'll own up to all that. That's fine. All right, we'll take a final timeout. We'll come back, put a wrap on it. Washington uh, beats the Cowboys by the final of 25-3, and apparently LeBron James is tweeting during the games. You know he's a big Cowboy fan. We'll get to that next year on the Team 980 95.9 FM. This is Washington Football Final. Here's your host, Scott Jackson. Second and three at the 12. Allen's under center. Two wide receivers. Right. Gibson gets the handoff up to the five. Walks into the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Washington. Again, great executed play by this offense. Again, they have a lot of little guys on the field. So you think, hey, we're going to pass the football because we have all these little guys on the field. But what do they do? They're able to run the football, and this offensive line is getting movement on Dallas's defense. That's what has to happen throughout this ball game. They are gashing them right now. And no one wants to tackle on Dallas, it looks like. (laughs) I mean, if you were to get the scouting report on Dallas, where can you run on them? It is right up the middle. And with that, Gibson uh, has more rushing yards. It ties his career high, passes his career high rushing yards. Yes, it did. And for him, a 128-yard rushing day. That touchdown, 208 yards rushing. Bram Weinstein, D'Angelo Hall, and yes, that was Julie Donaldson giving us the numbers at the end there. And a Washington victory today, 25-3, the final. And Antonio Gibson, I don't know if you caught this on the broadcast, but he did the LeBron James fake chalk throw up in the air. And LeBron James, who, of course, is a well-known Dallas Cowboy fan, um, Tweeted at Antonio Gibson, I see you throw the chalk up. Uh, ha- any big exclamation point? Salute in great game. Double exclamation point. So there you go. So the King showing some love. By the way, um, another big NBA player tweeting about this game. Uh, PG County's own Kevin Durant. The football team. And then he's got like, I don't know, like tw- uh, maybe eight greater signs than the, than the Cal Space Boys. So see, it matters to somebody. It matters to somebody. Still, it still matters. Uh, Gibson, by the way, talking about the uh, chalk after the game. Here's a little bit more from him on that celebration. Uh, definitely, that was a uh, LeBron James chalk uh, toss uh, at the end. But uh, you know, my guys got on their blocks. Uh, they fit it where they need to uh, fit. Um, opened up clearly uh, for me, and I just finished the run, uh, running straight through the end zone, blowing my shoulder at the end. And yeah, you know, LeBron won the championship, so I special shout out to him. And I don't know if Gibson knew the irony again that LeBron's, you know, he wasn't trolling LeBron because LeBron's a Cowboy fan, but I don't know. There's another Cowboy fan that plays NBA basketball in town. I wonder if he was checking out the game today. Might have been playing spades instead. All right. Hey, um, thanks to Anthony Haney. Thanks to Brian Mitchell. Thanks to all you for calling in. The uh, Washington football team beats the Cowboys 25-3 today. Ends a five-game losing skid. They'll get a week off, then it'll be the New York Giants a week from now. So we get a week off. Thanks for joining us. Uh, We'll be back then. And uh, maybe talking about a win streak. Who knows, or not? Then the sky will be falling again. Scott Jackson saying so long. Have a great night here on the Team 980 at 95.9 FM. See you.